Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. We are going to be talking about intermittent fasting. Have you heard about it? Well, we have been practicing it now starting our third year. We're in our third year, yeah. And let's talk a little bit about the history of it. Is this a fad or is this something that we're going to continue to do in our life? I just think that's such a great question. For us, I don't think it's a fad. It's it's something that you look back on and historically, probably more more of our time has been hunting for our food and gathering it than mm-hmm. just having it so mm-hmm. accessible. Mm-hmm. And therefore, well, you know, just think about that. So what, what would that mean? That would mean that you didn't have a refrigerator to go to an open 24-7. So is either going to be fresh or well-salted food preserved yeah. that way? If you think about what we have done as a society, not only do we not experience hunger, we eat just because it's time to eat. Yeah, People have forgotten that feeling of hunger. So why don't we fast historically? I mean, growing up, if we as kids would say, mom, I'm hungry or dad, I'm hungry. What, what do they typically do? And a cookie, a cracker, peanut eat a butter. Snack. Yeah, eat a okay. snack. Yeah. You shouldn't feel hungry. Do you, do you think that's part of our society that that's success? Yeah. To never have to go hungry. I think you're onto something there. Yeah. Now, I grew up in a home where, for religious reasons, my parents fasted once a week. Yeah. Every Wednesday was fast day. And as kids, we didn't fast. We, we were headed to school. Mom would fix us breakfast, but they would laugh about it. And, and I remember Glenn Pummel was a gentleman who was there to assist, be an assistant. And he Glenn kept, Pummel. Yes. And he said, he would say, I don't know why they call it fast because it goes so slow (laughs) because we would eat when we got home from school. So around three o'clock, that was the big meal. Yeah. And uh, so really, we speaking of that, we barely have really ultimately we really have barely have a fast in, in our society right now. Oh, yeah. We just consider, you know, going to sleep. I haven't eaten in eight hours. Right. Well, and, and what hours. do we do just before we go to sleep? Ooh, good, good question. That's what we used to do. That yeah. was, and and we were so proud of ourselves because we got organic popcorn and cooked it. You cooked oh, it we on, did this. Yeah. Wow. And you would cook it on the stove. Yeah. With coconut oil and. I have to say, when we went to this new way of eating, that was one of the hardest things. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Are we making you hungry? Yeah, that smell. <laughs> that popcorn smell. It is a good smell. Yes. But if you think about it, one of my reasons that fasting was hard was because we were, like we talked recently, 
breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That's what we were taught. Yeah. yeah. But is it? Well, it's actually from the research, it seems to be the the most important meal to skip. <laughs> Say that again. Right. So think about we, we talked, we, we alluded to this earlier, mm-hmm. right? Um, hunting. You got to go hunt the food. Then you got to you got to clean it and then you got to cook it or salt it and, and preserve it. And that takes time. And while you're out there, you probably picked up some some berries or maybe some vegetables that you've been growing. You got to go get it. I mean, yeah, within reason, of course, yeah. and cook it. And you know, it just the conveniences that we have now, right. all the while you're doing this, you're actually, I, I, I feel my mouth, my mouth watering just <laughs> thinking about all this. You're thinking about your food that you're going to eat. Right. So your, your digestive system is not only taking a break, but it's gearing up. Mm-hmm. So think about a road. Mm, good analogy. I and, like it. And, and so Keep going. the most important meal of the day to skip is because it's your, your GI tract has all this traffic, has all this stuff to do. There's hormones involved, there's surface area involved, you know, and uh, all those chemicals are your your target tissues. In other words, that your body starts to get used to it. And a lot of these things have to be produced and all these organs, all these, your target tissues need to break. So clear the clear the road. You know, that that reminds me of when we first moved here to Texas from California. It was such a drastic uh, difference because in California, the traffic is so bad that evidently that, I mean, the way they do it is they close down a whole five lanes or maybe just leave one open, but then they open it back up the next morning. So they just do it during that time. Just like mm. what you say, they, they right. work on the road. Yeah. Now here in Texas, we close down two lanes and they stay closed for six months until they get it all done. And so that's not what we're saying. Don't close it down and don't stop eating completely, but give a window. Well, and that's really, you're talking about the, you're talking about the time frame. You're not talking about a whole day. When you think of intermittent fasting, what do you think? You think of not eating at all for a whole day or three days or something. That's what I used to think too. But when we're saying intermittent fasting, what she just, what Karen just said is, you know, we don't usually eat until 11 in the morning mm-hmm. and as late as one in the afternoon. And then we turn around and come home. And the earliest we usually get home is like, what, 530, 5.30, yeah. something like that. Yeah, because we're here in the clinic. Yeah. Patients. So it's a five, six hour window. And I think the key is what we've put in our food in order to fire off the satiety centers and to not store fat. Yeah. Your body does get used to that and it likes it. So our favorite, if you're talking about windows of fasting, is the 16-8 window. Mm -hmm. You fast for 16 hours and your window to eat is eight. So that seems to be a good one. And we'll talk later about smaller changes you can make. Because remember, this podcast is about small, simple health choices. Yeah. Take these encounters that we have here and then just start implementing them in some measure. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Change your metabolism, change the way your body feels, 
change the hunger cycle. One of the other problems that we have with our breakfasts here in in the U.S. anyway, and I don't know about other countries. I know in Costa Rica, it's rice with beans, but that's another whole issue we'll talk about at another time. But the problem we have with very heavy carbs is that then that sets more hunger and it just sets off a hunger cycle right. where you just get hungrier and hungrier. I remember eating donuts and then wanting to eat the whole box. Right. Because you can, you can do that in a short period of time and your body through a certain chemical doesn't really kick in in your body for about 15 or 20 minutes. And you can eat a lot of donuts in 15 or 20 yeah, minutes. And you're, you don't even read your body doesn't yeah. register that it's full. Plus the glucose goes super high and then you have a right. drop. Well, and the thing with that's, that's a great segue to science because your body quickly converts that to energy, but because you're not expending that energy quick enough, it goes, it shunts it straight into fat or into glucose or uh, glycogen gets stored right. in the okay. stored yeah. in the liver. Yeah. So it's either going to become fat or it's going to be stored in the liver. And that needs to be depleted in order for us to reach this, um, uh, the, the, the next topic. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But there, there's two inversely proportioned chemicals in the body that are produced by the same organs in hmm. your body, the stomach, the marrow, the brain, the, the, the skeletal muscle. The pancreas have anything to do with it? That's, uh, I think that's pretty, pretty straightforward yeah. insulin. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what so, I was thinking. So it's the target that. tissue that's yeah. actually talking to the body okay. to tell it okay. they're called leptin, which tells you, Hey, I'm, I'm, pretty well satisfied. That's the good one. That's the one that says no more. Have you ever had that where you just reach that point? You still have food on your plate and, but you're like, uh, we used to joke about that. My dad said, instead of I've reached capacity, he said, I've got, I've, I'm here at Kappa City. And that was, we would joke about that, that, you know, we were at Kappa City, at capacity. That's that sense. I'm full you push away from the truck, the table, but what's the one that that's called the hunger hormone. And it's so funny. It, it, it's Graylin. I don't remember it being mentioned much in, in school, but mm-hmm. uh, Graylin for, for good reason, because it's the hunger hormone. Right. And so, you know, a lot of times what I think what we're really saying here is that there's certain, not only is there a type of fat, I believe theor- theoretically, and these can't really prove it or disprove it. There's a couple different types of fat. One of them actually produces more energy. That's brown fat. And then the white fat just stores energy. Mm. And it's theorized that, that, that ghrelin actually is produced in lower amounts when brown fat actually predominates in your body Mm. and white fat does the opposite. So, uh, so leptin resistance that's happening because your body says it needs more because you've actually only produced storage energy rather Mm. than energy for your body. Now that's where we get into ketones and and the difference between ketones and glucose. We'll talk about that later because yeah. that's also part of what, especially this intermittent fasting with a low carb, healthy eating, wholesome food does takes you into ketosis. And that's another whole topic we'll talk about. Yeah. So we've given you a lot of information about it, but let's give you some how. Absolutely. Because how do you do this? What it's, do you do? It's actually one of my favorite subjects because I love making coffee in the morning. Yes. <laughs> now, some so, of you may not like coffee, so you might so you like tea, tea or 
What else? But uh, so the most important thing, if you're going to do intermittent fasting, let's start the night before. So cut uh, out the snacks. It's a good point. This was hard. This was the harder one. Remember, I confessed earlier to the popcorn because it was wholesome. We thought, but it was that we did not want to eat after dinner. Well, and that all not only that, but it's corn. Therefore, carbs. Right. I wasn't going to go there yet. Oh, so don't get ahead sorry. of us and you know the leptins and all that. Right. Lec- not leptins, but lectins. Yeah. Ah, that gets confusing. So skip that. Then yeah. when you get up in the morning, what's the most important thing to do if you're going to skip breakfast? Got to get some way to convey an oil into your body to, mm-hmm. to fire up the body. It literally fires the body up with fat. Mm-hmm. You're, if you've ever, if, if you're wondering how this works, just think of it rather than popcorn, cause it pops. But if you ever put something on a fire, that's fatty, Ooh. what does it do? Yeah. Like an explosion, yeah, explosion versus rice. If you ever put rice on a fire before mm-hmm. there's your difference. So your body's really no different. And it, and it really produces oh, a lot more, good. more energy, way more energy in your body to fat in the morning. Good fat, medium chain triglycerides. That's what we're MCT doing. MCT oil. And we recommend our source is organic MCT oil. We get it Costco at a very reasonable yeah. price. And so this is what goes into our, we're borrowing this bulletproof coffee, but we don't we don't use their, it's just a method of preparing the coffee. So that's the thing is that if you put like a tablespoon or two, you got to be careful with how much Ooh, fat you put yeah, in there. Because right then away. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Then Your body has to get used to it. Right. So you have the coffee MCT and we also use heavy whipping cream. That's got some omega threes. The MCT. And yes. And so you, we whip it up in the Vitamix. And drink that and then water, 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 water. Nothing like it. It's almost, it's like looking forward to morning. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. And so that's what we do. And if you can't wait as long until 11, make your window, your fasting window smaller. Start with 12 hours and you should be getting at least seven to eight good hours of sleep. As soon as you get up, drink a lot of water prepare your coffee this way. And then when it's time to eat, sit down and eat wholesome food. Mm -hmm. This can begin to transform your life for so many reasons. And we're so excited that we got to share with you one of our secrets, which is eating well, but knowing when not to eat. So intermittent fasting, I would say it's a foundation for us, not a fad. Yeah. I think this is this is here to stay. And I like it. I like it because now that my body's used to it, I'm not hungry till the time that we've gotten used to eating. And we've just built that into our lifestyle. So thank you again for listening to yeah. Stance for Health. This is Karen Sebastian Worth, your longevity guide, working with you, excited to share with you steps to health longevity, vibrancy, you make it a great Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.